You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. 28 uh, minutes uh, to 10 on this beautiful night. Uh, let's go to our beloved Fadila to start. We start breaking news. What's the latest? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Vabatam from Haaretz newspaper. New York Federation sends 22 million US dollars in emergency aid to Israel. <laughs> One, two. Hamas claims to hold 200 Israeli hostages with dozens held by other Gaza factions. So meaning is more than 200. If you know this guy's name and if you know about the Iraqi war where they murdered over one million, so you will remember this. Retired U.S. General David Patrius says Israel must consider post-conflict phase of Gaza. Meaning he's warning them, you guys only thinking of now, what's going to happen afterwards? Next one, Syrian group says anti-aircraft defense systems activated against Israel surveillance aircraft. <laughs> Detonation sounds heard. So now Syria is waking up. Syria got the backing of Putin. Putin is a big harami. He knows how to play the card. He got Kadir, Ramadan, Kadirov, and all of them ready. He says, if you going in, we won't go in. You Chechenians go in, and we got my blessing. So they're all waiting for Putin to give the go-ahead. Mm. The Haaretz didn't say that. I'm saying. Protest, next one from Haaretz. Protesting universities, tiptoeing on Hamas. Wexner cuts ties with Harvard. You see? So those who want to support, then they got stories. So they say, we cut ties with you and so forth. So imagine in this past half an hour, how many things are happening. So every minute they update. You must go to Haaretz. It gives you live updates every minute, every hour. You must remember this. That's the best news. Gurkibat, you know. Gurkachor. They're right inside the mix there. So you must remember that the Jews, after all, they'll give you a half story. The other half, they tell you that you must subscribe. But I told them, no, for me, the half story is right. And the other half, I'll put my masala. <laughs> so therefore, mashallah, things are getting really hot there. Remember, Allah Ta'ala have mercy Ameen. and grant victory to the Muslims. Amin, amin, amin. I've got Sister Catherine Kabazela. She says, peace be upon you, Ustad. I am happy to be a Muslim. Finally, I have peace and content in my heart. Her name is Shahida Ustad. MashaAllah, from KK you became Shahida Muslima. MashaAllah, my sister. Now you see what the world is, what the Muslims are against. There's a small area called Palestine and even smaller called Gaza and the world, the Americans, the Europeans and this one and that one all ganging up. But when you have true Iman, then you don't place your trust on arms and ammunition. Your first trust goes on who? On all, Allah. Now you, my sister, Shahida, because you're a witness. Shahida means to be a witness. Now you're going to read with me and your listeners also read. And we're reading for Palestine, we're reading for Gaza, and we're reading for all the Muslims in the world. So read now Surah 3, verse 173. Surah, two, Surah 22, verse 78. Read now, my sister Shahida. Hasbunallahu, Hasbunallahu, wa ni'mal wakil, wa ni'mal wakil. Hasbunallahu wa ni'mal wakil. Allah is sufficient for us. Allah is the best dispenser of the matters and affairs. And then Surah 22, verse 78, write the last line, فَنِعْمَ الْمَوْلَى وَنِعْمَ النَّصِيرِ 
Ya Allah, you are the best protector. Ya Allah, you are the best helper. Ya Allah, we take your asma'ullah al-husna. Ya muntaqimu. Ya muntaqimu. Ya qawjabbaru. Ya qawiyu. Ya azizu. Ya Allah, you decimate the Israeli regime and all their supporters. Ya Allah, innaka qawiyun aziz. Allahumma arina ajaiba kudratik fa innahum la yujizunak. Show us your power, Ya Allah. No one can beat you. You are the king of kings, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, how you gave victory in Badr, in Khaybar, in other battles. Give victory to the Muslims there in Palestine through the wasila and barakah of Mustafa Rasulullah Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I see I've got a brother Imran who studies. He says he wants to uh, sponsor this program of yours. And he says, let's go till 11 o'clock. We'll start. <laughs> so remember this type of things here. You want to sponsor the program? We can't go till 11 o'clock. So remember, we started this program in 2001, Monday mm. nights, 8 to 11. You understood? Mm. So I went to Durban. I'm telling you a nice story. So one Baji met me. He looked at me and he said, you, you're breaking my marriage. So I got a shock. <laughs> I say, what happened, Baji? Then he started laughing. He say, I tell my wife, come to bed. She say, one more question, one more question. By the time she come, I'm storing and this type of thing. So who must I blame now? And then, you know, it's not safe and all that and a lot of stories. So then we said, no, two hours and so forth. So Jazakallah khairan, brother. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu was a genius. He was known mm. as Fatiha Khaybar. He used to say, you must give people small, small tablets, mm. you see. You mustn't give them overdose. <laughs> you know, understood. So now tomorrow morning, you wake up, brother. What's his name? Imran. Imran ji. Imran, you wake up four o'clock, you read two rakat, Hajjul Salat, and then we're firing. Mona Arafat is on. I'll be on 422, 424, 425, inshallah. And then we're on. So we listen again to Q&A, inshallah, in the morning. What do you say, Imran? We'll going for three days Umrah. One day Makkah, two days Medina. What's the best and most effective ibadah to make in this short space of time, Ustad? So I went for Umrah once, five hours. I was in Makkah. So with Allah's help, Allah's mercy. So very good. The main thing, my brother, is not what to pray and pray. The most important thing is stay away from all sins and vices. So you're going for Makkah first via Dubai, via Abu Dhabi, via Cairo, via Doha, wherever. You must fast an ihram there. Not in Jeddah. And then when you come, have your complete, complete love and respect for the Baytullah. And don't even think of committing any vices. Surah 22, verse 25. Whoever makes intention of deviation and oppression, just intention. Allah says we will unleash a painful punishment for him. You're in the most sacred place on this earth, my brother. So love the place, show respect to the place. After your Umrah and all that, make one tawaf also if you can, mashallah. Make intention for the whole Ummah. And when you're out of Ihram, then you go to the Kaaba, Musharrafah, the Baytullah, touch it. Not in Ihram because they put that itter perfume everywhere and by Hajar Aswad. And then you can hold the Kaaba, cry for Palestine. And then from there you go to Medina Munawwara, read Salawat, Durud Sharif. When you're coming for Umrah, you're going to read the Bayk, obviously. And then they show utmost respect and reverence to the Master Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and Shaykhain, Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anh, Sayyidina Umar Farooq radiallahu anh, 
and cry and say, Ya Allah, through the barakah, wasila of Nabi Sallallahu give victory to our Muslims and Mujahideen and so forth. That's the most important thing. Ya Allah, let me die with Iman and Islam. And Madina Munawwara ki wafat or mot nasib farma. Let me pass away in Madina Munawwara. Address the Master himself, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and say, Ishfa Ali, Ya Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. O Mustafa, Habibuna, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, intercede for me. Oh, if you don't know this word, say, Allahumma zukna shafa'atan nabiyya al-Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, let Habibuna, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, intercede for me, my wife, my children, my parents, my siblings, the entire ummah. So do that, inshallah, and make dua for us also. Ustaz, I've got a sister from Hawik. She wants to know what's the masla in Islam. So many bodies are uh, passing away there in Gaza, and I see the tractor is burying all the bodies one time. Ustaz, how does it work? So you read one Salatul Janaza, there's no place there. The hospitals have become mortuaries and have become graveyards and so forth. And there are 2.3 million people in that small area, the biggest open prison in the world. So you read one Salatul Janaza for 100 people and so forth. And they shuhada and they all are martyrs, inshallah. Allah will elevate them. Amen. On the day of justice, the blood will be oozing out, but it won't be the odor and the smell of blood. It will be the fragrance of musk and they will be smiling. They're already smiling. Quran says so. They're alive. Don't say they're dead. And by Allah, by His mercy, they're already getting risk and sustenance. They're rejoicing how Allah has elevated their rank and status and so forth. Mustafa Rasulullah was, is, will always be the most beloved, the most precious to Almighty Allah in the entire universe. What did he say? La waditu. My only desire to come back to this world is summa uktal summa uhya. Summa uktal summa uhya. Summa uktal summa uhya. Thrice the master alayhi salam said, I fight in the path of Allah and I get martyred. I fight in the path of Allah and I get martyred. I fight and I get martyred. That was the only wish to come back to this dunya. And the Palestinians have taught this ummah a forgotten lesson. What is jihad? And when there's no fear, you can take on apartheid Israel and America and whoever supporting them because you got kuwate imani. You got the true iman. Remember that. Hmm. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Somebody wants to know, start from Ravali. Uh, the sister says here, is it permissible to wear jeans? What is the reason why so many ulama discourage it? Anonymous sister, Ravali, who's that? It's totally haram. I give you one story, my sister. I'm just giving you so you must understand. You know, when I finished my degree here at Ren Afrikaans University, right? So my life, 70, I finished Hebs, 80, I finished Karachi, then 90, I finished the degree. So obviously I wear so kurta, all that. So they wrote a letter to all of us who were graduating. They said for the graduation, no techies allowed. You know there's techies and all that. You can't wear when you come there. And no jeans allowed. You see? So even they considered it as a disrespectful dress and attire and so forth. I ask you three questions, sister, in Ravali. When a Muslim lady wears jeans, 
Is she imitating the Sahabiyat, the pious ladies of Islam, or is she imitating the kafir, non-Muslim culture and fashion? You know what the answer is. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man That when you imitate a people and a nation, you become part and parcel of them. Authentic hadith, Abu Dawood, Mustafa Ahmad. Second one, my sister, when you wear jeans, everything is so stiff, stiff. So you can see all the curves and everything else also, right? So when you are dressed like that, you know what Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa said? <laughs> that there are some women, they think they dress, but they'll be naked in the year after. Not only when they enter Jannah, even the fragrance of Jannah will not reach them, and they destined to go to Jahannam and the hellfire. Authentic hadith in Muslim Sharif, open Kitabul Libas and Kitabul Zina, the chapter on beauty. Third one. My sister, when you read Salat, then you just wear a burqa, a little bit, does that, or a scarf, and so forth. So I'm asking you, does that behove any Muslim person, like the men, now we're coming into summer, so they come to the masjid. How many times I told them, and I go personally, I tell them, they come with a bamudas, they come with a t-shirt. When they go into Sajda, then you can see the crack at the back, you know. So, because you know why? Because they eat coconuts, so they got nuts, you must remember that. <laughs> so, when they eat coconuts, Nariel, they call, you know. So, they eat coconuts, they go nuts, and when they go into Sajda, you can see the crack at the back. So, I tell him, brother, you see your crack, we didn't come and see that here. You go back home, mm. you dress decently, and you must repeat all the salat you read with these clothes here. Your salat is all null and void. So you, my sister, when you read salat and you got your jeans and all these things on, what Allah Ta'ala says, Ya Bani Adama Khudu Zinatakum in the Kulli Masjid. When you go for salat and so forth, you are in front of the King of Kings, mm. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. You must wear respectable clothing. You don't come there with the jeans and all that. For Muslim women to wear jeans and all that, totally haram and not permissible. You want the verse, my sister, Ravali, chapter 7, Surah A'raf, and verse 31, you will find it there. Are that reasons enough for you, my sister, or you want more? Ustad, can a car license be bought with interest money? Haram that is. What is haram? The government got the right to tell us we all must have car license and all these kind of things. Otherwise, there will be big chaos. You must remember these type of things there. Not permissible, just use interest money, interest money. For our own benefit, where there is zulam and oppression, so now they give you fine. They tell you pay toll road, but you got so many potholes. They tell you tax you must pay, exorbitant amount. So all day you use tax, day you use interest, is fine, no problem. Somebody says, dear Muftisab, it is not the time to start chasing all ambassadors in the Muslim countries like uh, Burkina Faso. Malema is saying the truth, Muftisab. So we said it long time. I said that I salute all these countries in Africa that Burkina Faso, Mali, Niger, and so forth, who kicked out France. Today I sent out, you must remember, a tweet. All of you Muslims, remember, I don't know how Facebook works. I don't know how Instagram works, but I'm getting many messages. The people say when you write about Palestine, then they're blocking you or they try and threaten, whatever it is. So they're not friendly, they're not just and fair and so forth. So move to Twitter, move to X, go to Elon Musk. He's allowing everything. Masha Allah, he's from South Africa. 
but it's based there. So maybe he said this is a good way of milking the Muslims also. You understand what they worry about as long as they can make money. So you must remember, go to Twitter, go to X and send out your messages. How many times nowadays I'm trying it? Uh, so there was something, oh yes. So remember, I sent out something today, you understand, when the Jews were being persecuted by the Nazis. So there in Paris, in okay. Paris, there was a mosque there. And the Muslims took pity on these Jutlas. They told them, come here, we will give you Muslim IDs. Imagine the <laughs> Muslims showed that compassion to the Jutlas and they took sanctuary right there in the masjid. And, and it's written in their books there. If you are on my groups, if you're on my Twitter account or my Telegram account, you will see it there as well. So imagine, so on that I wrote, but the same French, they went to Algeria 130 years. They went to Tunisia 75 years. They went to so many countries and now and occupied them. But today they want to say, we are the terrorists. You are the super terrorists. You must remember these things there. So all these countries who are talking too much, go into their history and then you will see who the real super terrorists were. So you see, they said King Charles is coming here to Kindia, whether he came or or is there or is coming so I still have to check that up but they said he must apologize I said what apologize you must tell him for every person you murdered and killed and tortured and cut their fingers and toes and other things for everyone you must pay million dollars so then we talk you see so we must make the whiteies pay reparations we must make the jutlas pay reparations that's the only language they understand hmm. so I'm not understanding it says here Mufti Sabah was shocked to find out that there are 15 members of the Israeli parliament that are Muslims who identify as Palestinians. And the deputy speaker, Ahmed, is the only Palestinian Israeli Arab to have insulted Netanyahu to his face. And about the Palestinian issue, I think these inside fighters deserve more credit to start. So you must remember that they have army, they have people in parliament there and so forth. But what can they say? Anything they want to say, they get outvoted and so forth. So they try. We met some of them also. You must remember one person is a mayor there. One is this, one is that. So they all try a little bit and so forth. And some you get total sellouts. Not every Palestinian is a Muslim. You get Palestinian Christians. Mm. You get Palestinian communists. You get Palestinian atheists. You get some characters also amongst them. So we mustn't think. And they all speak Arabic. So you don't know who's who in the zoo also. So like Lebanon. Lebanon is total mix-up. When I went to Lebanon, I couldn't believe. I can't make out one guy who's a Muslim and who's a Christian. They all look same and they all speak same and they behave same and so forth. So you must remember this. So then when you start staying quickly, then only you start understanding that what some the subtle differences are. Otherwise, you wouldn't just make out. Mm. Somebody says here, why don't move to AK run for parliament with his huge support? I can see him winning at least three seats in parliament. We need his voice over there. We'll start. So you want to make me corrupted also. <laughs> so that, so now in one leg of ours, I'm going to read 70 just now Islamically. We must worry about the Akhirat and you telling me I must go to parliament and all this kind of thing. It don't interest me. I always tell my students, do that for mm-hmm. which you have a passion. Do that for which you can do with zeal and fulfill your duty with beauty. Never go into anything. You see, we had a shop. I tell you one story. I don't think I ever said this on air. Maybe, Mm -hmm. I don't know. We had a shop. I was born in Heidelberg. 
and that shop lasted for 60 years. You understand? So I was the one, I told them, you just sell the shop. Nobody's interested in it now. So everybody says sentimental. I say, all right, sentimental, you come run it. Nobody wants to run it. So I say, I never opened our shop for 60 years. I don't even know which is the keys. You understand? I never had interest in all these things here. Our job is Quran Sharif, Sunnah Mubarakah, Sahaba, Fiqh, and oh, that is our job. All these politicians, they're not politicians. You know how a woman sells a body, she becomes a prostitute. So today, majority of the press, majority of the politicians are prostitutes. That they just do things for their own pockets and themselves. Remember that Muslim politicians. You got in South Africa. Show me one politician who did something really good for Muslim. Show me one. So all became millionaires. That's what they became. So you must remember that. Somebody said, Ustad, we see the Kufar Shias are ready to help Palestine. If the roles were reversed and Shias are being attacked, should we help them since they are Kufar, Ustad? No, why must we help them? They're swearing, Sayyidina Abu helping, cursing Sayyidina Umar, Sayyidina Usman, building shrines of the murderer of Sayyidina Umar, cursing our mother, Hazrat Aisha, and so what must we help them? So remember this, we say, I'm on the record, not once, twice, hundred times I said this, and I'm repeating it. Anybody attacks Israel, whether it is Muslim, whether it is Kufar, Shia, whether it is Russian, whether it is communist, whether it is Ching Chong, Ching Ching, and whoever else, we will support them. Mm. You got it now? So that is our stance on that issue. Mm. I see Jacko says, Manier AK, I'm ready to defend Palestine. Ekas Duk Fanala, Ustad. Ah, what's the Jacko? Come with me. Ek hear you. Ek mooi gebeur daar. You understand? I give you one nice gun. Then you moet terug komen, nene. You would not play. You must not say as you're a rechter man. So you must remember this. This is Jaco, our Afrikaner <laughs> friend. He likes it when I speak Afrikaans with him. You see? What say Jaco? One settler, one bullet will settle the issue. So yeah, Jaco, you would more you listen, ne? Right. <laughs> Somebody says, you start considering the 24-hour security. How can a slow-moving bulldozer drive through a non-zone area and allow hundreds of Hamas into Israel. I think it's a conspiracy to make excuse for an onslaught to destroy the Palestinians to start. Leave all your conspiracy and all these things here that you see your minds are warped. Therefore, you'll speak like this. Mm. Just look at what Hamas did in 24 hours, which no country in the world did to Israel from the year 48 till now, 75 years. That they put 1,400 Jutla straight to hell. Whether you want to say it was a setup, whether you want to say it was, leave all that nonsensical talk. Look at the result. It sent shock waves to Israel and it sent shock waves to America. Don't you see all the things I'm reading for you? So you must remember these type of things here. So when Allah Ta'ala wants, then their fences and everything breaks and the clock, a broken bulldozer also will go through, my brother. That is Kudrat Karishma. So you must remember these kind of things here. Okay, let's see what else they got here. Hamas releases first video of Israeli hostage in Gaza. Humanitarian access to Gaza is imperative, Canadian PM through Trudeau says. So you see, slowly, slowly, the tide is turning. You must remember the Westerners are speaking. No, what you're doing is a war crime. No food, no water, no gas, no fuel, no medication. 
for therefore. But end of the day, they all stand with Israel. <laughs> but they have to show their people, no, we got some concern and all this. You know, politics, they try to play a balancing act and so forth. <laughs> subhanallah, subhanallah. Somebody says here, Ustad, that uh, the mark on the left foot is a result of the sitting position in Salah. What is the significance of this mark, Ustad? Almighty Allah Jalla Wala says, Go open the attributes, qualities of the beloved Sahaba. That they used to make such long, long sajdas in Salat, out of Salat, crying, begging, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. So remember, you made hudu, you made ghusl, you made Salat, you did this, and now you got certain marks on your body and all that. So all that will bear testimony for you, my brother. Quran says, Al-Yawma Nakhtimu Ala Afwaihim Wa Tukallimuna Aidihim Wa Tashadu Arjuluhum Mima Kanu Yaksibun On Day of Justice, the mouth will be sealed, the hands and the feet and all that will bear testimony. Go open chapter 48, Surah Al-Fat, and the last verse, Muhammadur Rasulullah. So it starts like that. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was, is, will always be the messenger of Almighty Allah and the last and final messenger. So surah number 48 and that is surah Fat and verse number 29 and thereafter Almighty Allah speaks about the great qualities of Sahaba. Then they have the mark of Sizda there on their forehead and faces and so forth. So yes, it's a good thing, my brother. Is our Muslim Ummah so disunited to start? We have we have powerful armies surrounding Palestine, Chechnya army, Lebanon, Afghan forces, Pakistan. If they only put their heads together, Israel will be obliterated to start. The problem is, I told you just now, you're not listening. The Arab regimes themselves are protecting Israel. You got Jordan one side, you got Saudi Arabia one side, you got Egypt one side, you got all these characters there. And what they are doing, they want to make peace with Israel. So sell out status they are and murtads and so forth. So the Arab regimes, they are the sell outs and traitors. Otherwise, if they open their borders, our people from Afghanistan are ready. You must remember that Chechnya is ready. How mm. many of them are ready? And they are not guys like me and you. Mm. We can't even hold a water pistol properly, leave gun and all those big, big AK-47s and whatever you. These are guys, are trained guys. Remember that they went through wars and they know what is war. That, you know, Biden was interviewed. Listen to this here. He said, somebody asked him, the journalist, he asked him, Mr. Biden, president of U.S., well, you manage on two fronts. You got the war going in Israel. You got the war going on in Ukraine. He said, but don't you know? America is the greatest country in the world and it is the greatest for all times and everything. So you see these journalists, they're all frightened. If I had to was there, I should ask, right, Biden, that is what you said. Then how come you ran away from Afghanistan? They defeated you and 47 other countries. In your time, you picked them up and you ran away from the battlefield. 48 countries, you put your nappies on and you put everything and you ran away from there. Therefore, Trump said the worst defeat in the history of America was there in Afghanistan. So how can you be the greatest country when you can't even defeat a ragtag army like whom, like the Afghan 
Afghanis, Taliban, and so forth. So you see, so they talk big because they want, we must respect them. But how can we respect murderers who killed, you must remember, half a million children there in, uh, in Iraq, <laughs> and they said it's worth it. The Jewess, Madeleine Albright, said that you must teach your children all this. You must teach them what happened in Abu Ghraib prison and what torture they did. Teach them what's happening in Gitmo, Guantanamo Bay. Teach them of our sister, Dr. Afia Siddiqui. Teach them what happened in Bagram, day in Afghanistan. So all these are lessons you mm. must teach. Last question. Somebody says, Ustad, why is the nikah with gay couples haram? And what is the rights of gay in Islam, Ustad? So gay couples, you must put them in front of the wall and shoot both of them dead. That mm. is the right. You understand? And I think you also but gay, brother. I understand? You don't know where your entry is and where your exit is. So you don't know where to park. Must you park in the parking lot? Must you park in the loading zone? <laughs> you sure you're not gay and so forth. Mm. Islam says, Uqtulul fa'il wal maf'ul. Authentic Sahih Hadith. Mishkat, Musnad, Ahmad, Bulughul Maram, almost every Hadith Kitab got it. So when there are two consenting adults, Allah created Adam and Eve and not Adam and Steve, brother. So once you have two consenting adults and they're busy, you put them against the wall and shoot both of them dead. Mm. And if you want to be like that, we'll put you also there and shoot you dead. You see, one of his friends is gay. Yeah. So how can be your friend? Mm. So if he's gay. To have friends that it is haram. Last week I passed a fatwa. One crack Molvi, you understand? He was interviewed there. And he said to be gay is okay. To be homosexual is okay. I got friends who are homosexual. So I said that person out of the fall of Islam. To say, oh, to be gay is okay. What are you trying to say? So you must remember this. You must sever all ties with them. Just now they'll get busy with you. They'll give you a rooster and a boost. So you must remember, you must sever all ties with such shayateen. Okay, we finish now for tonight because, you know, there's a lot of things going on and we have to wake up early for our morning program, inshallah, Aziz. So next up will be Hafiz Yusuf Kala and then Mufti Taki Usmani's talk on shukr and thank Almighty Allah for all his recurring bounties and favors that he's showering upon us. Tomorrow, 4 o'clock, Mona Arafat, Brother Junaid Mota and Riaz Mota and inshallah, Azan will go 417, 424, 425 I'll be here and we'll carry on inshallah Aziz Jazakallah khair make dua for Palestine and make dua for Gaza and make dua for Mujahideen last one let me just press here Mr. Harris, what you say now? No, so now is the same things going on there, right? No breaking uh, news, Ustad. No breaking news. Right, okay, same things going on. Ustad, our Urdu lecture? Uh, Urdu lecture, I said Mufti Taki Usmani, I announced that. So, Jazakallah khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That was our beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein, Hafizahullah. Well, up next is Hafiz Kala Sahib, thereafter the Urdu lecture by Hazrat Mulana Mufti Taki Uthmani from Karachi. See you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program as Safinatu Ilal Jannah. Allahumma hadina wa hadibina wa hadinasa jamia. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.